0: Hey, welcome to The Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Touch you in a mighty way, amen, and we're excited to have you here tonight, amen. Praise the Lord. It's an honor to have you here today, and we pray the Lord touches you in a mighty way, amen. Praise the Lord. I believe I have a word for you tonight. It was a mighty move in the Spanish service. And I and I believe that what provoked that move, not only the the word, amen, the mighty word of God that provokes us to change and 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 brings revelation to our lives of what the Lord is seeking, but also, Amen, it it, it requires a response. So when 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 god speaks to us and when we in his house you know we always say you know let us worship the lord is it because he abides in the midst of praise and worship that means he lives in that environment he lives when the when the house of god is is filled with his with presence and and, and the only way to fill the house with his presence is that you respond to to the word or to worship and saying god i'm thankful God, I, I I I'm glad that I'm in the house. I'm gonna clap my way through. I'm gonna shout victory. I'm gonna get excited because God is in the house. And when God, when you begin to acknowledge God, and the only way to acknowledge God is through your praise and worship. So I don't know if this church still is able. I know they did it in the Spanish service, but I don't know how many are still able to hallelujah praise him, praise Him so, so much that, that something begins to re- be released in the supernatural realm. Because nothing can happen in the natural Come on, where are the churches? Can say, God, I need you to move in this place. Hallelujah. Speak to my mind, speak to my heart, speak to my spirit. Talk to me, Lord. Praise the Lord. And 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 it's ironic that we we are. We had um, holy communion that speaks about remembrance, and and I believe that God has placed a heaviness in my heart, and my spirit, for the next generation, and and also this generation living now, and the ones to come. You know, my my um, grandson, and and those who who are uh, up and coming evangelists and preachers, and 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 what God still wants to do in earth today. And I believe there's so much is happening in the world, so much toxic uh, environment in schools and and, and at workplace. that that we are being bombarded 24-7 with evilness and destruction and the Bible says that the devil came not to be your friend, not to be your partner, not to help you succeed but he came to kill the spirit of the Lord that's inside of you. He came to destroy the vision that God has given you. He came to destroy the plans that God has for your life and the only way to conquer, the Bible says, is through the word of God. The word of God when we read it resonates in our spirit and it wakens up, it wakens something inside of us which is called the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit that buys in us and let us know that God is not dead, that he's still alive. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord will guide us to every truth. So when the devil comes after you with a lie, you say, you know what? I got the Spirit of God that reveals to me truth. I know what's a lie, and I know what the Word says. You can't sell me a lie because I am, I, I've been diving deep in the Word of God, and the Word says this. And we live not by what people say, but we live by the word of God. How many can say amen today? Amen. Amen. So there is something that God is is adamant about the church to understand. And there's something that always happens is that we are a generation that forget who God is. We don't remember God until we need him. Come on, somebody. So we are a generation that we praise God when it's convenient for us or when we need something. In other words, we, we, we have a generation that loves to pimp God. We want something out of him, and that's when we show up to church. We want something out of him, and that's when we cry out when all hell breaks loose, we give a prayer. But God is saying, I need a church that can remember who I am 24-7. I need a church. That's why God is looking for true worshipers, worshipers that can worship him in spirit and in truth. In order for you to worship in spirit, you got to walk in spirit. you got to live in the spirit. So I, I was looking at the news the other day, and we, we see how two teenagers kill a Spanish teacher. And, and that is wickedness. That's evilness. That's what's happening. The Bible said there's principality. There, was, uh, there is a spiritual warfare out there. And this generation is being locked up in prison. Because uh, the older generation and many parents don't preach about the gospel in their home. They don't take church to their home. They only wait on Sunday to worship and praise. But there's no devotionals anymore. I remember, and it takes me back. I remember when we had dinner tables and we used to pray for the food together. Any parents still around? They, they used they prayed. Uh, how many how many know that we used to I, I used to have devotion with my parents and, and, and in my home and my wife and I had devotion with Stephanie and Brandon and look where they are now because we had the word of God in our homes come on that is extinct right now you know the, the, that doesn't exist anymore and God is saying I need you to remember who I am I need you to recall who I am I need you to preach the gospel not only in church but in your home too come on I need that seed to come alive for your children and the next generation and the generation to come. Come, I need to to be covered by the blood of Jesus. So God's people is always in danger of losing their memories because we we tend to forget who God is. How many can say amen? And God doesn't want you to just remember him the good times. He want you to remember him 24 7 because it, it is because of God that you're breathing today. It is because of God that you're still sitting there. It is the covering of the Lord. A praying mom. A praying dad. Somebody covered you with the blood of Jesus and that's why you're still sitting here. Thank God Almighty for parents that know how to pray. Thank God Almighty for parents that speak the truth in their home. Come on. Thank God for young people who have embraced the gospel and say, no, I need to do better. Only God. God said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other the way but jesus can i get an amen from somebody in this building today it, it is only through god and then the psalmist says in psalms chapter John: Psalm 143 5 it says i remember david says i remember the days of old most of us say i don't want to remember the past but we have to remember the past because it is the past that allows you to recall what god has done today it is the past that gives value to what God has done today. We need to recall what I used to be. There are people that used to be in prison one time but God came. There are people that used to be sick but the Lord showed up. Amen. And it is the past when you bring to remembrance that you can glorify God and say oh God did it then he'll do it again. It is God that has me alive. It is God that has me breathing. I got to remember the past. I can't forget where I used to be. I don't longer live there because the blood of Jesus transformed me because anybody can be a testimony is there a testimony of healing in this building come on has anybody been healed that you pray and God healed you has anybody said God I was lost but then you got saved who can remember and recall the day that the Lord saved them can anybody say I remember I was lost I was heading the wrong path but Jesus I come on I need somebody to remember today remember the hole that God took you out of remember the club he took you out of remember when you smoked weed that he took you out of that dilemma remember who you used to be, and give God praise today. Because only God has you breathing today. Only God. So David says, I remember the days of old. I meditate. I meditate. I meditate. I'm working. I I don't need anything right now from the Lord. He's been good to me. I don't need a miracle. I don't need a breakthrough. I'm being honest right. I don't need a breakthrough right now. I don't need a miracle. I don't need finances. I don't need anything but the Lord. But that doesn't stop me from praising him. I meditate in my job. I meditate when I walk walking. I meditate when I'm on vacation in the Lord. I'm reading a book. I'm remembering who God, my God is. Even when I'm on a cruise, I'm like, only God can have me in this cruise. I know that the money came from the Lord. I know that favor came from the Lord. Everything that I do is connected to kingdom. So every time I walk, I give glory to God. I'm like, I give him glory for my family. I give him glory because my my daughter was just worshipping in the spirit. Come on. I give him glory because Brandon is preaching someplace else. I give him glory because the Holy Spirit is covering my home. Can anybody say Holy Spirit? I remember when you cover my family. I remember when you cover my home. I give you glory. I meditate on all that you have done. I meditate on all that you have done 24-7. He says, I ponder the work of your hands. I ponder it. I'm like, blows my mind how great God is. Blows my mind how beautiful and wonderful God is. In John chapter 14, 26, we have a a tendency to forget stuff. And it's so crazy that I want you to follow me today because the word, all it talks about, remember. Even we had the, the holy communion says, do this. It remembers of me. Why God is saying that so much? Because we forget, come on, we forget and we think that we, we opened that door. We think we, we created this, 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 this blessing. No, it was God. Because of your obedience, God did it. The minute you don't link what you have to God, you lose it. The minute you forget who gave you life, who gave you favor, who opened that door for the application, you filled it, lies and God promoted you, made you the head and not to tell, it was the Lord. You got to be giving glory for God for everything. You got food in the table, thank you, Jesus. you breathing, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, you're walking, thank you, Jesus. There are people that can't walk, that can't breathe. There are people six feet under, but you're still alive and you still can't give God praise. Come on, somebody, I need somebody to get radical and say, thank you, Jesus. So John chapter 14, 26 says, but the comforter, how many know who's the comforter? Come on, I got four people over here say Holy Spirit. Who else know? Comforter. He says, I give you the, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things. Say with me all things. Who is teaching you to do what you do? Why are you so skillful? It's favor. It is God. Who takes somebody that doesn't qualify and qualifies them. Have you seen that? How many know they got positions and things in their job and promotion and things are happening that, that took 10 years for somebody else and the minute you walked in with favor and the blessing of God, you got the job, you got the promotion. I got four that know how I'm talking about. Come on, I don't got the education that many people have in my job, but I'm over them. Come on, only God, come on. God will take you into prison and make you the head in the prison. How many know that story? God will take you from the desert to the palace. How many know that God is the one who does it? I love him. I love him, and the, he, 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 he teach you to do all things and bring all things to your remembrance. It is the Holy Spirit that will bring things to. It, it, the Holy Spirit will put you on check. It is the Holy Spirit that brings everything to remembrance. Oh, really? You think? It, let me remember. Let me show you who did this. It brings you to remembrance, whatever. Whatsoever I have said unto you, whatever I said unto you, I'm going to bring that to remembrance. In other words, when you when you forget things and you're struggling and you're stressed out and you're crying and you're bawling, God, the Holy Spirit, that's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why if you're not baptized with the Holy Spirit, you better cry out to the Lord. God, baptize me now because it is the Holy Spirit that will... That will embrace you, that will help you, that will comfort you, and that will reveal things that you don't know humanly possible how to do. But it's the Holy Spirit that gives you the, the knowledge and the understanding and will bring to remembrance what God has said. It is the Holy Spirit that will tell you the devil's a liar. I said I will heal you when the devil, when the doctor says you're not gonna be healed. It is the Holy Spirit that brings to remembrance what thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. My God said, I shall be healed. It is the Holy Spirit that gives us remembrance. In other words, remembrance gives us hope. When you remember who God is, what happens? You immediately get hope oh this battle is not over I, somebody got to remember who fights our battle it is the Lord that fights your battle somebody got to say yeah I might be in a mess but its I'm going to remember who can fight my battle and until today the Bible says he has never lost a battle his name is Jesus can somebody remember the greatness of God the power he doesn't need a great army he took Gideon in and he said with 300 I can defeat the enemy he doesn't need a lot of people he needs two or three that can come in agreement and worship his name and he will do mighty and great work so Isaiah chapter 46 I want you to connect get your Bibles read with me please because I don't want you to think this the pastor's lost his mind there is something about remembrance there is a demand on remembrance that it's not a suggestion it's a command God is not suggesting whether you should remember he's commanding you to remember it's not a choice if you're a kingdom person you got to remember 24 7 your God you live and breathe the Lord. Isaiah forty-six nine says, remember the former things of old. That's why you can't forget what God has done. For I am God and there is no other. I'm, I'm God and there's none like me. Remember the former things of old. Remember where you used to be. Remember what I've done for you. Remember that you were nothing until you met me. So when God speaks that way, he's dealing with what? He's dealing with pride. Because sometimes we think we all died in a bag of chips and I got this. And I did this in my knowledge, in my study. God is saying, remember, remember that without me you can't do anything. Remember who I am in your life. Remember it is my grace that has you standing. Remember it is my power that has given you authority to get what you are. And so, judge chapter 2 verse 10 speaks about a generation, the generation of Joshua who forgot who God was or who would never thought who God was. See, they their parents saw victory. Their parents got the breakthrough. Their parents saw the the the, the, the pillar of fire, the cloud, the cloud of the Lord. They saw the, the the Red Sea open, but they had no relationship. They had no story because we lack we lacked speaking testimony to our children. And it is so dangerous that we as parents say nothing to our children. If we say nothing, the world will indoctrinate them with false theology and things that are not godly because we don't speak testimony. I need parents to stand up right now in the gap and say, no, no, no. In my house, I'm going to teach them about the gospel, about the good things of the Lord, whether they like it or not. They need to hear what God did in my life, what God did in my family, what God did in my matrimony. They need to hear. You know, the other day. I, I saw a rider's a rider's truck and, and it reminded me you know it reminded me when God told us to uproot from New York and come to Florida we had no destination we had no address the GPS was just south for Florida we didn't have a, a address a, a, a address a zip code God just said go south and, and I remember renting this big huge um, rider's truck and from New York amen and just going south by faith amen unto the Lord amen hallelujah he gave us this station this station, destination and we landed in Port St. Lucie and it's crazy because all the time I see a writer's truck, all I remember what God did. And look what the Lord has done here today. Come on, TOC is born, amen, because how did it, come on, how many can remember something today? Come on, I need somebody to close their eyes and remember a scene where God showed up. I need somebody to remember when the speaker uh, spoke a word, a prophetic word, and they gave their life to Jesus. I remember by seeing that truck what the Lord did in my life that's what God is talking about there's a lot of things that when I go home I remember where you where I, and I remember all the time where I pray and where Brandon testified here at the, at the church that he will see his dad pray in that corner remember that that came out of his mouth. He said, every morning he would, he would get scared and, and dad had a hoodie. Amen. That's remembering what God has done. You know, you got to bring the gospel to your home. Come on. You got to bring the, the gospel back to your home. You got to you gotta impact your children and the next generation. There is no other way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. There's no other way. Hallelujah. You can't go and on the way. You want to be rich. You want to be prosperous. It is through Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. You can have all the money and all the glory of this world and lose your soul. But with Jesus, you got it all come on somebody if you believe that give him a praise so judge chapter 2 verse 10 says that that you you know you got to think about it what i'm doing now there is a demand for us to do what we do now for the next generation for you guys for the young people there are young people here that have not experienced the power of the holy spirit and i don't want to die until you experience that power you're gonna hear it from my mouth you're gonna hear it from my mouth there is more in jesus there is authority and power in Jesus. There is breakthrough in Jesus. There is promotion in Jesus. You want, to, you want to grow in your career? Stay with Jesus. I want JJ to see that. And the Bible says in Judges chapter 2, 10, it says there, there rose a generation who knew not God or his mighty acts. I want this generation to know God, to experience God at another level. Come on, young people. There is more. But more requires sacrifice. More require separation. More require that you're hungry for the Lord more requires that you shut some things down and some people down That you you, you quiet the noise and focus on God if you want more of God you gotta there is a demand for the more because you God is depending on you to continue the legacy to continue the fire burning but if you're dead spiritually I don't want you to leave this building without knowing God for real you can't just know God you need an experience with God come on somebody I want you to have an experience with God today I want you to have an experience with the Holy Spirit So in 1962, prayer was declared illegal in the school system. Can't pray in the school. In 1963, Bible reading became illegal in the school. You can't know about the Lord, but you can know about witchcraft and all kinds of other things. You can know about the LGBT, but you can't know about Christ. In 1980, it was declared illegal to post the commandment or a monument about the commandment in any school or grounds or governmental ground. Nothing that has to do with the laws of God. So if all this is happening and we are as parents don't even teach our children about God at home, who is? If they're not getting it in the school and you're not bringing it to, the, to your home, who is teaching your children to be holy, to love God? So this is what's heavy in my heart and god's telling me, remind them they got to speak about me remind them that they got to talk about me in their homes you know just bringing them to church and dumping them in, in the in the children's church doesn't it's not enough i said in the Spanish service that many parents can't teach this because they don't live it in their home so their children won't respect the truth because they don't live the truth Come on, but a, there is an opportunity to change your life today. There's an opportunity to come back and say, God, forgive me. I remember who you are. I messed up in my home, but I want my legacy. I want the, your legacy. I want who you are to resonate and be in power with my children and the children of my children. I want the next generation. And let me tell you that just because maybe you don't have kids and you're saying, I, I, this, this sermon is not for me, but God is saying, how about mentoring a young person from this church? We're family. So maybe you don't have kids, but there's another kid right next to you that needs your, your testimony. Know, come on, that needs to hear where God took you out of. That needs to hear the truth, the truth, the real, the truth of the gospel. Come on. God's warning us that if we, don't, if we don't begin to remember who we are, who he is, amen, we will begin to, 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 to adapt the environment and the pagan system that is in the world and bring it to our homes and bring it to our church. We, 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 we'll begin to allow the world to dictate our, our, our values because we don't preach the gospel. Y'all looking at me serious today. And the Bible says in Joel chapter 1 verse 3 says, tell, tell your children of it and let your children tell their children and their children another generation. It, it, this, is, this is passing it down. My question, what are you passing down? It says tell your children and the next children and the next generation. It keeps going. God depends on the churches on fire to continue this revival going. What's going to happen when we're no longer here? Come on, somebody. So, so look, at the, look at the worry that the psalmist had. David had a worry, and he said in Psalms chapter 71, 18, he said, even when I'm old and great here, like I feel like I'm, I'm there now, even when I'm old and great, do not forsake me, O oh God, till I declare your power to the next generation. David was more concerned not about his kingdom, about the patterns that he had. He was concerned on sharing who God was for him to the next generation. He said, even while I grow old, don't take me, God, till I declare Your power to the next generation. Your mighty acts to who? To all those who to come. Come on, read it, read it. We can't forget who God is. We we got we got to bring to remembrance of who God is, you know. And the word took me to when God hallelujah, was transitioning, Hallelujah! The people of Israel, Hallelujah! With Joshua to the the Jordan River, and and he he used the the priests, Amen, to carry the Ark of Covenant, the Ark of Remembrance, over the over the Jordan. And as they walked, the Bible says, and they stood in the middle of the Jordan. The Jordan uh, uh, divided in half, and the people crossed over in dry land. But the Bible says that the priests did not move on the everybody went through I need people that can stand like the priest in the gap and do not move until every young person in this church cross over to a spiritual level come on, I need people to stand in the gap and say, my children will cross over, stand with the Holy Spirit, see the ark was the power of God, the presence of God let the presence of God stand in your home don't move until everybody cross over to a godly lifestyle Come on somebody. And the Bible says that the Lord tell, told them, tell Moses, tell Joshua to take twelve stones from the middle, from the center of where the priest was standing. Take 12 people from the tribe, one of each one from each tribe, 12 of them, and pick up a rock. Not from anywhere in the Jordan River. Right where the priests were standing, Because the Bible says that when the priests stood in the, in the middle of the river, they, was, they, were, they were firm on the rock that was there. How many know who's the rock? Who's firm on the rock? Jesus is the rock. Jesus is the unmovable rock. And they were standing on the solid rock, which is Jesus. And the Lord says, have them take that same rock and put it out in their campground. So every time the children walk by... They will remember what the Lord did. What sign are you leaving behind so that people can remember where you come from? What are you leaving as a sign so people know that you're a kingdom person, that you baptize and fill with the Holy Spirit? You know, God wants you to leave a, a DNA, a sign, a, a, a thumbprint, something behind so some, somebody in your, in your, in your home, in your, in, your, in your lineage, in your tree can follow your steps. See, everything that we do matters. Everything we do matters. In Joshua chapter 4 verse 2, 5 says, Take yourself 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan for the place where the uh, priest's feet stood firm. And these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. So that every time they see it, they remember me. It said they were firm. Say with me, firm. Having a solid, unyielding structure. Unlikely to change resilient that's what god is looking for people that they can remember who he is and they they can become resilient unyielding to anything that any unforced doctrines from the world or from anybody trying to sell them something that is ungodly you know they don't yield they stand firm in the kingdom they don't incline to the things of the world but they are, are gravitated to the things of the spirit i need people to stand firm in the gospel you know when the, look, look, at, look what I'm trying to say. When, when we don't remember who God is, pride comes in. So this is what the Lord was saying to, to the people of Israel. It was a pride issue. So when we, we when we remember God, we, un, we acknowledge that it's through him that we have what we have and we do what we do. That it's not through our might or our power. It's through God. So if, if you can't remember who God is, you're dealing with a pride issue. You, you're dealing with self. You're thinking that you all that in a bag of chips that you made it. You got this. No, it's God that got you. So he tells them in Deuteronomy 8, 2, 3, it says, Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way. He guided you in the desert for for these 40 years. He wanted to take your pride away. Remember that God guided you for 40 years to take your pride away. Come on, somebody. Maybe you haven't prospered because God is trying to deal with your pride. Maybe God is trying to remove your pride away from you. He took you. He says, and then after 40 years, he took your pride away. He let you go hungry. Then he gave you manna to eat. And you know what was in the art? Manna as a sign of remembrance. God is leaving a sign of remembrance in your heart. What did God do to get you where you are now? Can you remember who God is? Because when you remember and you live, when you live without pride, you are constantly humbled. By the fact that who God is in your life. And everything you have is through him. You, you just thank God for everything. You're, you're, you're outspoken. You you know that nothing happens without you without you linking it to God. And what happens? You begin to give God glory. And it says, Deuteronomy chapter 11, 8, 18, 20 says, fix those words of mine in your heart and in the mind. Tie them as a reminder on your hands. Bind them on your forehead. Wow. fix these words of mine in your heart and in your mind tie them as a re- as a reminder on your hands bind them on your forehead and then it goes on to say teach them to your children speaking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up write them on the doorposts of your houses on the gates. How many know that we, I I, I tend to used to have a lot of post-it notes of of Bible verses all over my house. Not only in my prayer room, but everywhere like reminders of what says the Lord and the promises of God. You know, and, and God is saying that it's not about you just coming to church on Sunday. It's that in the morning you're talking about it. When you sleep, you're talking about it. When you wake up, you're talking about the goodness of God. When your children leave the house, you're talking about the presence of God. When they come back, you're talking about God is every day 24 7 God did it only God come on somebody are you understanding he says everywhere put it on the walls put it in the door hallelujah God is good this family is blessed everywhere God 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 as the enemy is moving hallelujah and he sees hallelujah the covering over your home he has to flee there is no power that can penetrate your home but god is activating somebody to become to recall to remember the goodness of god he's been a good god i don't know about you but i praise him in the morning i praise him when i wake up i know god has been good to me has he been good to you if he's been good to you give him the best praise you can right now right now come on give him a minute praise say god i'm about to break through I'm coming back with my best praise. I remember how good you are. Look at what Psalms, look what David said in the Psalms, Psalms 7, Psalm 78, 4. Find it and read it with me. We will not hide them from their children, but we will declare to the next generation the praises of the Lord and his might and the wonders he has performed. There is the demand in that you can't just bring your kids to church without you teaching them. It's your responsibility to spread the gospel and tell them how important it is to love God first above all things. We got it all wrong. We, we search after careers. We, we, have a, we push our children towards career, towards uh, all the stuff which is good. But if God is not in it, you're sending them to destruction. But when you talk about to them, God, is the way love God with all your heart and you constantly you but not, you can't just you can't just talk to them about it you got to live it your lifestyle speaks louder than your words your lifestyle what you do at home has to has to be greater than what you do in the temple because the bible said that what you do in secret at home will be revealed in the temple Oh come on, so there's a dead people here that can't praise them because you don't do nothing in secret. But when you do it in secret, you walk in holiness. You walk, Hallelujah, at another spiritual level. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Proverbs twenty two six says, "Train up your child in the way of the Lord, and when they grow old, they won't depart from it." Train. I, I trained for marathons before, and back in the days, and and those who play basketball, so they train. That's not overnight. And it takes discipline. It takes consistency. It takes that you don't fluctuate, that you're constantly in training mode. You wake up in the morning. You eat different. You walk different. You don't waste energy in things. Amen. You conserve your energy. So the Bible says train your child. That means you got hard work to do. Come on, somebody. You got to train. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 says, Remember also your creator the days of your youth. Before e- evil days come and the years draw near in which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Remember God now. It's all about remembering. Remembering God in your workplace. Remembering him in your homes. Remembering him everywhere you go. It is God that blesses us. And I feel like, I feel like, th- like we, th- there's a responsibility for the, for the parents here. Those who are here and those who don't have children. To sow into the children of the church. Sow your test. There is power in your testimony. Jesus will tell some of the people that He will heal. Don't don't ride with me. Don't come with me. Go to your town. Go to your family and tell them what you just saw. Remember, recall what just happened here and share it with, the, with your neighbors. Share it with your family because God is in the business of remembrance, of recalling back his glory because it is through remembering who God is that's going to give you peace and hope and breakthroughs and blessings. So we got to remember who God is. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10 says, And after you have suffered a little bit, Oh wow, the God of grace who has called you to eternal glory in Christ Jesus will, he will himself, say with me himself, he will himself restore, say with me restore, confirm, say with me confirm, strengthen, say with me strengthen. And establish you. Come on. He's a God that if you can remember how his greatness, he will restore you. He will establish you. He will confirm you. He will strengthen you. He will give you the, 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 the power that you need to overcome all things. Stand to your feet with me tonight. We got to remember what the Lord has done in our lives. There are young people here that need to remember. There are young people that depend on you. you to share your testimony share what God took you out of share what the Lord has done in your life be outspoken because we can't let like the Joshua generation after Joshua died that generation knew not of God because their parents did not share the good news they not share the miracles, they not share what the Lord done. And it's our responsibility. If we want revival here, if we want the young people to to, to live in another level spiritually, you, you gotta speak over their lives. You gotta seeds season their life. You they want to hear where the Lord took you. There are people that they, they've been delivered from drug addiction here. There are people that were delivered from, from, from jail from and, and they records erased. There are so many people that were abused that God delivered them. So many people that came from crack and drug addiction that God delivered them. You gotta speak them to that. They need to see that it is real, that God is able to transform their life, and there is nothing out there better than God. But how are they gonna move forward? How are they? How is this gonna maintain itself if we don't speak? Because we can't remember. You know, we remember God only when we need Him, and God is saying, Remember me 24/7. Recall my goodness. You want to live, you want to live prosperity in prosperity? You want to li- live blessed? Everything I get, everything that happens to me, I I always associate it to God. Thank you, Lord. There's always a thank you. Even if if it looks like I kind of like put my hands to make it work, I know that even if I put my hand, God put grace in my hands. God put favor in my hand. God gave me the knowledge to move in the direction that I move. So I give him all the glory. Give God all the glory. Remember your God in every situation. Remember your God in every season. Remember who he is. It is only through God that we have peace and grace and favor and hope. It's only remembering who God is that we have hope. I want God in my children. I want God for the next generation. I want the next generation to be on fire for God. But they can be on fire if we speak now. If we speak tongues now. If we if they see the supernatural now. they will be impacted for the next years to come. Come on, I need somebody that can activate the power. Power of God, they need to know through you how to praise and how to move, how to shout, how to come to the altar. They need to learn it from you. If you don't do it, how are they gonna recall? What are they gonna recall? What are they gonna recall if you don't preach, if you don't speak, if you don't, sp- if you don't run to the altar? If they don't see you praying at home, if they don't see you crying out, how are they how are they, How are they gonna remember when they have their difficult situation what to do? How are they gonna remember what to do and what to say? When you when you break and deny God in your homes, how are they gonna now respond after they saw that? That's what God requires consistency. That generation was left without no testimony because their parents did were not outspoken, because the people in the church were not mentoring. I need, I need parents here. I need adults here in this church right now. Every day they come into this church, be responsible for every young people in this church. Come on. Oh, oh We got four that can clap. Oh, that, that, you, can't, you can't have the attitude. That's not my son. That's not, no, no. We're one family. We're one family. Amen. We're one family. Every young people in this church should matter to you. And they should remember who God was through you. So it matters when you show up to the youth service. I sh- I'm sure you will show up to the youth service if they're now on drugs. And then you come to the youth service, oh Lord, deliver them. Come now and celebrate with them. Sponsor them now. Support them now. Come on, they need to know that you care. They need to know that you're all in. They need to know, once they, uh, once they get up from the altar, you can say, oh, you don't know what's going to happen next. Let me tell you what God did through me. Let me, let me, let me sow into you a word, a prophetic word. Let me, let me empower you. Stand. In remembrance of me and my power if you have forgotten the Lord and you have been walking without that, re- that spirit of remembrance and prideful has taken over your life, the spirit of pride has taken over your life and you think you all that? And God can break you today and, say, and you can repent and you can say, God, I messed up. I need to bring the gospel back to my home, to my children, to my life. The altar is open. There is an act that you need to do and it's moved forward in a show of repentance, in a show of God. I can't do this without you. And I can recall the day you transformed me, the day you saved me, the day that I pray and you did it for me. I can connect the dots, God. I messed up, but here I am, God. Renew my mind, renew my spirit, renew my soul. I'm here for you today, Lord. Is that you? Come forward. Come on. Yeah, they responded in the. I told you that there, 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 there's a, there's a response that needs to happen. We got to respond to the call of repentance. Respond to the call. Amen. How do we respond to it? Respond. Hallelujah. When we respond, pride leaves. Come on. I'm leaving the altar open for two minutes. Come on. If you want to give your life to Jesus, and you haven't given your life to Jesus. Come. Come on. I see a mother coming. Come on, a mother standing in the gap for her children. Come on. Who else? I am who else says, I'm coming? Say, I want my children covered by the blood say, of Jesus. Who else is coming? Hallelujah. I remember the first day, God the first love. I remember what God did. Come. I know there's more. I know there's more. Come, come. Hallelujah. Come on, bring Jesus back to your home. Bring him to your city. Bring him to your your workplace. Bring Jesus back. Remember the goodness of God. Remember who he is. Hallelujah. God, I bless your name today. There should be a lot that we should remember of what God has done. My whole journey in the gospel is remembering everything. So much. When Pastora told me, my wife told me to search for a picture she was looking for. Her. On Facebook, she told me, I told her, what year do you think that happened? these that about 2012 maybe 2011 and I went to Facebook and you know how you can put the year and I just started scrolling all the way to 2009 and all I could see everything that the Lord was doing. 32 years seeing God working and working and working. I couldn't find that picture but it brought to to remembrance goodness of God every season. Nothing better than the Lord. And I know and I can stand and say, I know why my children serve the Lord. I know why Stephanie serves the Lord. I know why Brandon serves the Lord. And I want to know why your children serve the Lord. Maybe your parents are not here, but you're going to do it for your children. You're going to do it for, you're, going to, you're, you're a generational, a curse breaker. Come on. You're a curse breaker. And you're doing it for, the, for your generation, for your seed. But, but this is so important. What you do today matters tomorrow. Maybe not to you, but to your children. They clone what they see at home. Be visual. This is a visual generation. When was the last time you united your family to eat at the dinner table and pray? When was your last devotional with the family? We don't do that anymore. We get them a laptop, we get them a phone, and go to your room, you go over there. So what, who's indoctrinating your children? Who's teaching your children? Who's putting things in their head? Not the word. Not you. Because you don't got time for them. And then what's going to happen? You know when your children don't love God? Parents suffer. And I refuse to suffer. So there are things that I did in my, young, in my youth as, as we were married young. What I did, a lot of things I didn't go. Places that I didn't go. Things that I didn't do. Even though I thought it was not a bad thing, I didn't do it because I didn't want them to get confused. So, holiness and covering requires sacrifice. If I want my children to be blessed, it requires sacrifice. That I can't go places other people go, I can't do things and I can't let things in my home that shouldn't be in my home. I can't let confusion come into my home. If I'm preaching one thing, I'm living the same thing I'm preaching. Come on somebody. Because I, I'm avoiding I'm avoiding having to visit my children in a jail cell. I'm avoiding my wife's crying out because because her son that she can't find. Imagine Brandon as a crackhead. I mean, there are parents dealing with children that are lost in drugs. Not because of them, because the enemy came in. And maybe in the moment that they didn't serve the Lord or maybe in in the moment that they didn't love God with all their heart and the enemy had a window of opportunity to destroy them. And now they're crying out to the Lord and they're hurting and God will give them their breakthrough because they turned it around. But you don't need to go through that. So you don't live for yourself, you live for others. That's why the kingdom of God is not about, it's, about, it's not about anything but salvation. It's about you saving others. You revealing to others what you recall that God did for you. That's evangelism. Spreading the gospel. Go to all nations and spread what? The word. And then the word comes with, with a testimony. Because what's the backup to the word? Okay, I heard the word, but did it work for you? I can't just give you the word and have no evidence of the word. I can't just preach the word with no evidence. That's what Paul said. I don't need to preach the word. I can preach smart. I can preach with intelligence. And, but I, it's, more, it's more powerful what's to come after the word. Let me show you what God is about to do. Come on, come on. Let me show you salvation. Let me show you this person that was deep in a hole and God transformed them and look where they are now. Can anybody lift up their hands and say, I used to be this, but God, I used to go here, but God, I used to have a mindset, but God. Come on, come on, I'm about to say, God, cover my family, cover my children, cover the young people, cover the parents. Open their mind. Open their mind, Lord. Allow them to remember the goodness of the Lord, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now, God. Revival.